Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. first guest is Audrey Stringer, and our first topic today is change and transition after loss. Audrey Stringer is the author of Get Over It, Surviving Grief to Live Again. Since 1992, Audrey Stringer has suffered the loss of her son, grandchild, spouse, and mother. Audrey is a bereavement counselor and motivational speaker and finds great strength and passion in helping others. Welcome to the show, Audrey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, Audrey. It's wonderful to have you on the show today. Oh. My my goodness, I was just so taken back with uh, the number of losses you've had. It's uh, and, and with uh, reading your book and everything, it's a wonderful book, and, and we'll get into that. Could you? Talk- I, I agree. The number of losses is overwhelming. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about your, the, your journey, your loss journey? Mm-hmm. Well, my my son Stephen died in '92, and it was uh, off suicide. And I, ne- I don't say committed. I always say off suicide. Mm-hmm. And then in 1994, my, my granddaughter uh, died at birth, and in uh, um, 99, my, my husband died. But in between that, I had a lot of other significant losses, and I was working in a, in a caregiving field. I worked in palliative care and uh, bereavement care, and of course, you know, being a caregiver, not a care receiver, right? Mm-hmm. So it was very difficult, and the expectations of others as well, you know, from me, um, you know, to continue, and, and many people said to me, well, you know, you, you've been there now, so you can help so many other people. But as you both know, when it's yourself, when you're personally, you know, suffering a loss, it's totally mm-hmm. different than, uh, you know, dealing with, with clients, correct? Right, Absolutely. exactly. And, and I remember uh, I knew all the literature on grief and loss when Scott was killed because I was working in that area, mm-hmm. and I went through all the stages yeah. and, and almost watched myself from up it, above. But everything, everything you, you've learned, right, it opened up the window, didn't it? Yeah, but however, I knew I wasn't, I mean, I felt crazy, but yeah. I knew that. But you knew that you weren't. You knew you weren't going crazy. crazy. Yeah, you knew you weren't going crazy. But you see, in, in, so in 92, you know, when my son died, again, it, when it's a trauma death, it takes longer to come to terms with it, and then you start to grieve and mourn. Mm-hmm. And I want to stress, too, that grief, grief is your emotions, and mourning is to go public with them. And we're not allowed to do that in this society. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to show our, our feelings and, you know, and cry and, and do whatever. You know, we can grieve, but we, we grieve in, in silence often, don't we? Yeah, now repeat that again. You said that, that grief is... Grief, grief is our emotions, like okay. our sadness, our crying... Uh, you know, you're, are, we're angry, all of the emotions that we can have. We can have all of these emotions in one minute, uh-huh, which right. is very tiring, right? And I tell my clients, you know, uh, we burn a lot of calories when we're grieving. We do. We do, don't we? Because we do, it's yes. exhausting. But to mourn is to go public with your feelings. Uh-huh. And we're not allowed to do that. So we have certain places that we are. We yes. join groups. Yes. Uh, we go into yes. therapy. We whatever. Yes. I think we're we're kind of allowed to go public with it a little early. But then, what is it? How long? Exactly. Do you think maybe three yes. weeks? <laughs> three weeks, uh, a month, and then you, oh, it's time to move on. It's time to get over it. Also, yes. there's only certain feelings you can even go public with initially. I've heard a lot of clients say, and a lot of people say, my chi- my child isn't grieving. They're really angry, but they're not grieving. And anger is a grief emotion. Anger is a grief emotion, absolutely. Huge. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. as far as, when you talk about stages, I don't believe in stages. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. When Kubler-Ross wrote, you know, our five stages, we took them literally. 
Right. And if we don't, you know, do the bargaining, we don't do the anger, we don't do, we're not depressed, there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Like we've, had, we've had, we've uh, had, Warden was on our show and he did a study, uh, what, how many years ago, Heidi, 20, and they found out that there was no validity to that stage no, process, even for terminally ill people. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're all different personalities, and, and it depends on our own loss experiences and the type of death. There's so many factors involved. Right? Well, that's why we were saying up front in the show that mm-hmm. n- this show will not be for everybody right now. Mm-hmm. And for some people it will be, that's you know, exactly. even early on. So people Absolutely. do it differently. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the name of your book, Getting Over It, mm-hmm. Surviving Grief to Live Again. Because mm-hmm. Heidi, give her your comment about what you've well. Uh, I thought it was um, brave of you, Audrey, because whenever I, you know, present at conferences and, and anyone talks about getting over it, the audience really responds in a negative way because they think that by saying, are you over it, it means are you over the person that died. Right. And what you're saying in your, in your book is, no, it's not about the person that died. No. It's getting over your intense pain. Getting over your intense pain if you choose to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we, you know, we, uh, we need to clarify that. We never get over our losses. We learn to live with them and make mm-hmm. them a part of who we are and hopefully grow through them. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and the intense pain or the suffering. The suffering. Is, is what you really, it, that is so incredibly painful as our audience And that's what you can get over. Yes. And, and again, mm-hmm. grief work is the hardest work that you will ever have to do. Mm-hmm. The hardest work because yeah. it takes so much energy. And your life is turned upside down. You can't think straight. Your memory is poor. There's so much going on within your body. Mm-hmm. And when people look at you, they say, well, you're, you look fine, but what you feel inside is a big jumble, isn't it? Right. Well, Absolutely. What, uh, what was this, the thing that motivated you to write this book and to move on? Do you remember, was yes. it after the death of your son well, after, or your husband? How, what was the sequence for well, you? Well, after the death of my son, I went back to work. I had two weeks. And as I said earlier... You know, you don't. I didn't have time to even deal with the trauma, let alone to grieve and mourn. Then, when my granddaughter died, I kept busy. I kept busy. It's okay mm-hmm. to be busy, but not too busy. But when my husband died suddenly, I just couldn't give anymore. I couldn't give anymore. And because I was a caregiver, not a care receiver. Was that five years between your son's death yes, and your husband? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had many other deaths in between. And remember, I, I was working uh, with an organization, and a, a lot of my, you know, volunteers died that I was close to, so I had a lot of deaths in a, in a short amount of time. So after my husband died, because, uh, again, I was a caregiver and a care receiver, uh, when, when I would run into people, like, say, in a supermarket, they would say, well, how are you, Audrey? Before I would get a chance to say, you know, anything, they would tell me all their problems. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't handle it. So I started journaling. You know, I want to say one thing. I have found that people do that, and I think it's part of the way to shut down your grief. It is. Because they can't tolerate it, it really, hearing it, so right, they go into yeah. yours. It's, okay. it's a, a way to interrupt your grief. It is, but, you know, it, it makes you feel so frustrated, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I decided to keep a daily journal. And, and at that time, I lived alone because, you know, I, I, I married young, and, and now this is the first time I've ever lived on my own. Mm-hmm. scary. So these are all the secondary losses now I had to deal with. Living alone and what to do with the house and, you know, things going wrong, my roof leaked. There were so many problems, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, when you're really grieving, little things become big things. Mm-hmm. So I decided to keep a journal and I, I, I with the bigger plan of writing a book one day to help others. And that was my motivation. 
And uh, in this book, Getting Over It, Audrey's journaling. I love the way you structured this. She has her journaling, and then she has little sidebars like, don't be afraid to reach out to others, uh, and, and talks about how you can do that. So so you can you can kind of read her story, but you can also go to, to the little sidebars and get a grip on your financial situation. Don't forget to laugh. And she talks, uh, fills in and talks about that. It's really, I love this book because it's so accessible, Audrey. Well, and it's easy to read because, when, as you know, when, when you're going through a really difficult time, our concentration, memory, I mean, I would read a book, I try to read a book, I read two sentences, and I have to go back over that two sentences again mm-hmm. because I couldn't take it in. Yeah. So Audrey, tell, us, tell people before we go on our uh, first break how they can get a hold of your book. Um, go on my website, www.astringofhope, like Audrey Stringer, astringofhope.com. How many years ago was it since your son died? It, it actually, it will be 16 years on Monday. And what is his August. name? Stephen. Stephen. So 16 years since Stephen and, you know, died. I, I, want, I, want to, I want to say, too, that you, you do get over the intense pain, but it does come back, anniversaries, birthdays, the same as if it was the day that that person died. But Absolutely, embrace, embrace, and uh, that's important for people, I think, Audrey, because it scares people when they yeah. get that intense pain back. Embrace but, it. Embrace but wouldn't it. You oh, I love it? that. Embrace yes. it. Embrace the pain, and wouldn't you yes. say that the rebound, you will rebound quicker and yes. the pain will not last as long? That's correct. Mm-hmm. But you could, you will revisit that pain at times. I, people just don't know that level of suffering. It's if yeah, unbelievable. Love, if you didn't love, you wouldn't grieve. Right. Right. You, if you didn't love, you wouldn't grieve. That's the price we pay, and we have to, again, embrace that. Now, Audrey, I wanted to ask you for our listeners, what gave you hope when you were in your darkest hours? I, 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 the power of prayer for me. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would get up in the morning and I would say, please, God, give me the strength. And, and you know, I'm not a, a deeply religious person, but I do believe in the power of prayer. Please give me the strength to get through each moment, each hour, each day. And, and again, I wouldn't ask for a whole day because, as you know, grief and, uh, and mourning is moment to moment sometimes. I love that. I wouldn't ask for a whole day. Don't no, you, Heidi? No. Yes, absolutely. Ask for, ask for one moment or one hour. Right. Yep. But, uh, again, the journaling, getting uh, important to take the feelings from inside and bring them out, whether through a support group. A support group is great, but it's only like an hour or two a week. Mm-hmm. Right? So you need to take these feelings out. For me, the journaling, because and the secret to journaling, don't read what you've written. Turn the page. Because oftentimes when you, people have a tendency to read what they've written and then they go back to their pain. Well, they're feeling the pain and they've expressed the pain and now they're seeing it again. It's too mm. much. It's overwhelming. I like that. So turn the page. And now talk a little bit turn about the, the physical. I know in the book you said you do yoga. I do yoga, meditation, absolutely. And I encourage my clients to take up Tai Chi, uh, aromatherapy, massage therapy. I went for massage therapy for two years after my husband died. I maxed out his plans. <laughs> I really did. But a lot of hospice uh, in different uh, um, you know, provinces or even in the States, they offer free massage therapy mm-hmm. because they have uh, um, you know, practitioners that offer their services. So you, know, so you might be able to get your give yeah. your local hospice a call yeah. and see if they can give you some help. Yeah. What a great and, and I've idea. got to say, I love reflexology for people oh, like just foot massages. It's amazing yeah. because it's, it's again, it's the power of touch, right? We need, we need, exactly. We need, I mean, I would hug everybody because I, I was so touch deprived. Mm-hmm. Well, Audrey, that's what I was thinking. Here, you've lost your spouse, yeah. and that's you know. Well, my spouse you, too. My spouse was the person that was with me when I was going through a difficult time with losing our son and our granddaughter. And right. I had deaths in between, and now I didn't have that support. Exactly, and you didn't have that touch, like you said, to give you, him to give you a hug, him to comfort yeah. you physically, yeah. etc. Exactly. 
Now, talk a little bit about, um, say, I feel, I'm feeling like I'm going crazy because people tell me I should be over it. So do I need therapy? No. It's, you will feel crazy. And, and you know, you, you will put your keys in the fridge. You will do all these weird things. But if you tell yourself, you just sort of center yourself and say, as I did for me, I said, Audrey, just relax, just relax, and you will remember where these things are. It's not important. You know, because again, the more the more uh, um, you forget, you get more agitated, you get more irritated, you feel, and, and things become bigger, right? And you talk about that in your book, getting over yes, it. That yes, you should yes, use yes, good yes. self talk. Yes, self talk is very important. And 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 again, look in the mirror and say, I like I like this. I like me. I, I I you know I love me now. And you are going to be okay. And you're going to be, and I'm going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Yep. But you've got to you've got to befriend grief. If you, if you, and I say to people, if, if compare like an analogy, when you're swimming in the ocean, if you fight the waves, what happens? You get exhausted. You get sucked under. Yeah. But if you if you go with the waves, what happens? You'll flow along, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so you do have those huge waves of grief. You, it's a roller coaster, and it's 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 enormous. Mm-hmm. And again, it depends on the relationship. It depends on. The type of death. There's so many, and, and your loss experiences. There's so many factors that you have to. So again, you have ten widows in a room, all different, all different. Right, and so different ages, I don't, different I, backgrounds, yeah, I don't like different to, needs. I, yeah, I don't like to compare and say, well, you know, I know. I, everyone says I know how you feel. Well, they really don't know how you feel. You right. know how you feel. We're all different. But the one thing you do when you go with a group of people who have had a similar loss, you look at them, and, and particularly if they're a little further on, if they're not, you look at them and say, gee, I was there, and now I'm yes. here. And you look at other ones, and you're like, wow, look where they are. You know, we maybe I can be, be there. We all need to be mentors, mm-hmm. you know, mentors. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember people saying when they saw people laughing, yes. it could be refreshing because they were like, wow, they've learned to laugh again. Even though they had their sibling or their child die, they're laughing again. Mm-hmm. But, you, but, they, but, you know, uh, a lot of people feel guilty. Absolutely, you do laugh. So, but so get rid of the guilt because in right. my book, in my book, I have a chapter called, you know, what guilt and what if, right? Because you go mm-hmm. through what if, what if, what if, what if. Well, Audrey's got a lot of great advice in this book, uh, getting over it. And can you give them your website again? Uh, it's uh, www.stringofhope.com. That's great. Well, we've got an email here. Uh, Brent read uh, something on your site, and he said, I'm interested in the fact that Audrey Stringer has lost so many family members, and she still can find strength and passion. I have only one loss of a baby, and I can hardly get out of bed. Sarah died six months ago of a staph infection. Does Audrey have any advice for me? Well, you can hardly get out of bed. That's very normal. It's very normal because now the shock has worn off, and the, and the reality is, it's come in, right, especially if it's a sudden death. But he has to pull himself out. Like, you, you, you know, you can, you go to bed exhausted, you get up exhausted. But you've got to push yourself. It's mm-hmm. up to you to heal. So you've got to do little things for yourself that you probably wouldn't normally do. Get out, go for a walk. Exercise is very important. Mm-hmm. Again, keep a journal. Uh, um, you know, maybe you, you are the type to do watercolors, paint, you know, write about your child, Brent. And, and I think you've said something, do something new, too. Do something new. Do something new. But six months, it's very, 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 very short time frame. And again, because, you know, it takes up to six months, eight months for the shock to wear off. So where he's at right now is, you know, he's in intense pain. And, Brad, I think it's very hard for men 
because, uh, you know, women tend to talk about it a little bit more and uh, men seem to take a little more action. I think groups are very good. If men can get into groups and find groups, I think they're very good. Yeah. But there's few and far between, I think. Very few and far in between. But, again, yeah, men are more task-oriented. So get up build something. You know, build something in, in, in memory of your child. Mm-hmm. You know, do something tangible like that. But you need to, for, you need to make yourself. And, so and it sounds like healing is hard work, you said, and you've got to really push yourself. Grief is the do. hardest work I, okay. have, I have ever done. And mm-hmm. so many people tell me that because your old system is compromised. You, you're compromised physically, emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. You, are not, you, you will never be the same person. You were forever changed by your loss. Well, Brent, thank you, you for that email. Back. And uh, as Audrey said, get up and uh, you've got to push yourself. That's tough, but especially take, after know, six months. It is. It is it's really very, hard. very new. Very, very. And you know, feel free to email me, Brent. Feel free to email me. Good. And, and also, Brent, give yourself credit for little, even little gains that you make in the day. Yeah. Sometimes we don't focus enough. We don't on our strengths and what you've done. Mm-hmm. Even getting out of bed is a positive it's thing new. after a child's died. It's huge because you go to bed exhausted, you get up exhausted, right? So, and so you have to make a list of what you need to do that day. And if you can tick off one thing on that list, pat yourself on the back. I like that. You don't have to do six things. Don't mm-hmm. because we we're so hard on ourselves. We yep, want we... To, we want to do everything all at once the way we did before, and we, you know we need to we need to coast along now and be gentle with ourselves. Now, what about, do you have some advice for Brent about maybe building a support network? I know you have that in your you book. You have to reach out and build a support network, absolutely. And it may be a new network because not everybody network. can handle this. Yeah, maybe uh, find uh, um, find someone, you know, who's going through a similar, a similar loss, the loss of a child. I wouldn't want you to be in a group with, you know, somebody who lost a spouse because it's totally different. But if you could find a support group, you know, like that... Or you may even find a minister or somebody minister, who has lost yeah. a child. Mm-hmm. But he needs, you, you need, he needs to talk about it. He needs to be able to take his feelings from inside and bring them out. Mm-hmm. And then let them go gradually. And it's, it's a long process. Like, again, grief is a process, not an event. So it's not going to go away immediately. Well, for, for people, um, could you talk a little bit as we close the show about the power of positive thinking? Oh, the power of positive think- thinking is, is, is just amazing. Again, when... You know, telling yourself, well, I, I'm proud of what I'm doing today. Like, you know, I, I'm, I can do this and, and set yourself up to do it. And thinking positive and, and it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. And, and, I, and stay away from people that are going to suck you dry if you're having a down day. Because uh-huh. if you're trying to stay positive, if you're trying to stay positive with all the, the little, you know, cues you're getting and, and the work you're doing, Stay away from people that are going to suck you dry. Be okay. around people uh, that are going to lift you up. Good piece of advice. Thank you, Brent, for that email. And it's time for us to close our show, Audrey. Do you have something that you'd like to close this with, this segment? Well, what, what I want to really, really enforce is to be gentle with yourself. Ah, thank be you. very gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. If you can't get up and make dinner or, you know, or, or go to that wedding tomorrow, you know, just... just, just Just be gentle with yourself. Uh, Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Audrey Stringer, for being on the show. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.